interesting turning. That's a penalty, is it? No, he's still got it. Oh, how about that? How about that? Two friends, two minds, and one love for Arsenal Football Club. You are now listening to the Cotton Two Minds Podcast. Uh, uh. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast, Cotton Two Minds. You know the deal. Two friends, two minds, one love, Arsenal Football Club. My name is E. Marshall, and I'm joined as usual by my co-host and longtime friend and a man who's been up since 4.30 a.m. watching Arsenal. Fitz. Fitty Mac. Some dedication. Some dedication. <laughs> Can he get a little pub? You. Can he get some pub? <laughs> uh, shout out for that. I mean, I didn't get up. I was supposed to get up at six thirty to watch the game, and I didn't. You know, I taped it and you know watched now it the, about. Now know. the part that uh, you didn't explain is that I often wake up about there anyway. So you know, right, right. <laughs> um, yeah, there's other things that go into that, but yeah, it's it's usually time to get up. The uh, yeah. wait, let me think, let me think real quick. That is uh, uh, the theme to Alice early to bed, early to rise. I cooked and clean and went out of my mind. Ah. Uh. Going through a life with blinders on is tough to see. Okay. Sick. That was, that was my shit. We just showed our age. But uh, who cares? Uh, Vic Tabak, uh, one of oh, the sickest man. actors of all time. <laughs> you dingy. <laughs> Sick. People don't even understand how big Kiss My Grits yeah. became. Right. Like right. they were making t-shirts and billboards right. and like right. Know. And uh she has she has some ass too. Hey, hey, but she, hey. Uh, not, you talking flow? Not the prettiest bride on the earth, but there's something about her. Anyway, her attitude, you know. Oh yeah. What are we talking about? All right, so Arsenal Woo. away at Villa. Uh, and we go down uh, within the first two minutes of the game, and we end up losing the game one nil. Um, pity. Um, what'd you think about the lineups? You know, any any anything weird? I got a few things I wouldn't talk about as far as the lineup, but you um, know. lineup wise, I I, I kind of thought Abba was going to start today. I was, yeah, that was one of my points, but yeah. Um, and. Were you disappointed that he didn't? Or do you think he deserved to to start over Pepe the way Pepe's been playing? You know what? Even despite the fact that we lost the last game and then but then the game before that was the same front three again. Mm-hmm. Saka, Pepe, Lacazette, ESR behind him. Uh I I wasn't necessarily upset. I, I understood like, okay, he's going with what has kind of worked lately because even the game we lost midweek i mean we played well Mm -hmm. you know they attacked well and things like that but um, i I mean i was a little i thought he was gonna start but i I wasn't like i was upset right i i um 
I'm just glad. Um, one of my one of my things on uh, managers is uh, form should matter, you know. And in, in and in this incident, the way Pepe has been playing lately, um, he's in better form. So I I, I agreed with him getting a start over uh, Abba. I did think I did coming into the game kind of thought that Abba would get the start just because um, a fitness issue maybe rests uh, Pepe, but. Uh, Nah, he, he's in better form, so he gets to nod, and I like that. I thought that was good. Um, Allen came in, um, the keeper, uh, the Australian keeper. Oh, yeah, Ryan, Ryan. I'm sorry, Ryan. I, did yeah. I say – I said Allen? Yeah. <laughs> okay, my bad. <laughs> Ryan came in for um, Leno, who, who received the red card. What does that say about Runnerson? Uh, well, what it says is about Arteta's belief in Runderson is absolutely nil. He's got he's got no faith in him now. But it's like right, it's like overnight. Like he made that he made that one big mistake. Um, let, let I remember I, he played a Europa game or FA Cup game like back in like October, November, and we saw him play, and we were like, shaky. "Hey, man, he looked solid." He no, looked yeah, solid, well, you know. Great, great with the ball at his feet. You know, he, he and looked then like we he didn't had see him for like a month and a half. And the next time we saw him, he was just giving up how just ah. yeah. That was a, I think the uh Ryan Ryan by was uh was was good business. Um yeah. I just you know I liked I liked Runnerson. I thought, like you said, he when he when he did play, he was confident and you know, showed he has some talent, but I think he's uh yeah. He's he's way down the pecking order now, and you know deservedly so. Yeah. All right. So is first, Ryan alone, or did we buy him? I don't know. I think I he's. Know. I think we love. I, th- I don't know. I think it might be alone. What kind of what kind of what kind of fucking host are we, dude? <laughs> <laughs> I called him Alan and shit. <laughs> Straight up. So show. if anybody knows the answer to that question, just hit us up on Twitter at no. CITM Podcast. Hey. Let me see. Look, I typed in Allen again. <laughs> I'm playing. While, while you're looking it up, I'll give you a review of Ryan. I thought he was pretty solid today. Um, had a handful of pretty good saves. I'll tell you what, he is strong, Pod. He's got strong hands. When he deflected balls, they were they were gone. No, yeah, he looked he looked good. He made a, he made a couple he made a couple good saves uh, late in the second half. But uh, he's on loan. We got him on loan from uh, Brighton. He's yeah. a longtime Arsenal fan, Aussie, and his name is Ryan, not Allen. Okay, if any, if any, <laughs> I'm just playing. All just right, so clear what, that up, people. What Thank about you. the? Uh, okay, so first half, first half, we come out the gates. We look a little sleepy eyed, like you know. Um, Cedric makes a, a bad pass to Gabriel, and they score just like that within the first two minutes. Yeah, um, completely caught us off guard. But um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't mean, know. It's I just, don't know. It it was it just one of those things, man. I, you know, I mean, it was a bad pass. I, I'm just not gonna put a like a ton of blame on him, just because. No. I uh, thought Gabriel was communication. I, I thought Gabriel should have been coming harder for that. I mean, he didn't he didn't pass it directly to you. He kind of passed it in the space so you can run up to it and blast it out of there. But it's just at the very moment he went to make to 
to touch the soft pass, Gabriel decided, like, uh, uh, give it to me back here. Right. And Kick it, it right like, to me. Just, right. You know. And, um, uh, I mean, and uh, you know, the other guy caught him off, you know. Uh, I guess tr- sometimes the guy's supposed to point where he wants it. Like, give it to me over here, you know, and then yeah, Cedric's it, supposed to know where he want where where to put it. But it was just one of those situations early in the game. You know, the game is it just happened, going. and it felt at that time. I mean, even though it was so well uh, through the first, you know, 15, 20 minutes of that first half, it felt like we kind of were in some trouble. Yeah, um, Villa the- Villa just seems. I tell you what, their little guys are stout, mm-hmm. and they got a, a spatter of big guys out there too. Right, and they just seem to be physical, but their little guys can run. So I mean, they they stretch you too, you yeah, know. And, and yeah, and they got a little technique to them. They can they can kind of pass it, keep it and move. They got some quality and grillish, but uh, yeah, they just look. I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to be a, j- a jerk when I say this, but they look like you know a better team, you know. Early, you know, throughout I was that first half, myself all game to try to like dispute that, but I mean, it just they they're very comfortable in their own skin. Exactly. They just play their game that they organize. All understand what they're doing, and they just play their game, and it's not super exciting. No, but it's, it's solid. It's, it's solid soccer, you know. Definitely, we um, you know, the uh, Ollie Watkins, the guy who scored the goal, the way he plays, his yeah. style would fit so good with Arsenal, the way we want to play. Like, we need that type of striker, a guy that could do a little bit of everything. He's physical. He's quick. Um, I saw him get on a, a few headers, um, direct. I'm not yeah. saying he's better than Laka. I'm just saying his style, that style of striker, the way he plays, yeah. would seem like a good fit for us. But anyway, you know. Kind of kind of Darren Bent. You know, like <laughs> just you know, he's just you know, rough and tumble, just Big you know enough to screen you off and you know he hold up play was good the whole nine <laughs> yards. What's going on with my beautiful lighting? Oh <laughs> got a little dark there. What happened? Hold on a sec, let me see. Ah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that is a trip. All right, so uh not not really much too much we can we can talk about in the first half. The well, I say after that 15 minutes, I do feel like Arsenal kind of turned another gear and they started, you know, kind of pushing some. And yeah. uh um it just just nothing nothing really linked up, man. I mean, and we did take a couple shots and missed them, and you know. Yeah, I thought Laka looked tired. Um he's back to old, he's back to tired Laka. You know what I mean? I know, just, right? Just really didn't have that spark that you, you that we've been seeing from him lately. Uh, ESR, I mean, his first touch is good. If you watch him throughout the game, like his it's, little touches, beautiful. Like he he gets it, but he really wasn't able to get the ball and be too dangerous. Um, so yeah, the first half, Partey, you know, just eh, just one of those games. You know, the early game, the early game on a Saturday for Arsenal traditionally away is, is usually a rough one. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> going back to the finger years, you know, that's what everybody used to say. Oh, gosh, early yeah. morning and in the Midlands, you know, Arsenal yeah. away is going to be a rough one. And today just looked like one of those matches where 
Yeah. Actually, you know, the other thing in the first half, the last <laughs> thing I could say is um, towards the half, end of the half, mm-hmm. I started thinking, you know what? Nobody better talk bad about my Rob Holding, man. Oh, well, yeah. Going away. Well, well, yeah, that's going Rob into. Is, Rob is a player, man. He, yeah. He, I don't care what anybody says, man. He's a legitimate Premier League center back. Modern day center back. Modern day, and and what's a shame is we don't get to see it as much as um, I would like to. Like he's very disciplined when he's defending, not to try the tricks or try to do too much. But when he's in the final third, oh, <laughs> I mean, he lets he he pulls out all of his little you know toolkit. Uh, he yeah, dribbling. You know what, um, Louis? And, he may, and his vision. Like, he spotted a couple passes in the final third. He, he, yeah. Hey, that's what I got excited about is he finally linked up on a few of those where he just put it up and over, and he, he was hitting his guy a couple times. And I was like, man, Rob, man, you're getting – like, it's all coming together to me. Yeah, no, he um, – yeah, he, I was going to give him a shout-out later on, but that's a good call. But I'll still him, give it. Louise, Gabriel, they all – they're all kind of, I, you know what? Basically, long story short, I think we should, we should be going to some, some short corners. Okay. Bring a guy over. Let's go to a short corner. Let's get our, let's get our players shifting and moving a little bit. Because even if a ball comes into Gabriel or Holding, mm-hmm. I feel like it's still a legitimate chance. Like Holding knows how to like hold a ball up for a second, look for a pass, and find it. Like, yeah, no, you know, yeah, totally. like I think. You know, I think it's a be- it would be a better tactic. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, I I think our um, because we we got on we got on the end of a couple of them. It's just that it was so much congestion in the middle. But no, I hear you. Yeah, some short corners, mix it up, um, get bodies moving totally. Yeah, but um, you know what's the trip is uh, not only do the refs seem to to be biased against Arsenal, but so do the announcers. Like it, I don't know. Maybe it's, I don't know if it's, it's because I'm an Arsenal fan and I, I hear that shit and I'm sensitive to it. But it always seems like they're just like, ah, no, that's no, I don't, not, not too much in that. And or Arsenal this or Arsenal that. It's yeah. There's out of about eight announcers. <laughs> I out of about eight announcers, I think that there's like two that I think probably pe- played for Arsenal at one time. Where it's so not that bad. Kind of on our side a little bit. <laughs> right. But the other six are just like, I mean, you just hear it all the time, man. The, no, like, yeah. Like, and you, to me, the ones that always stick out are like the, um, you know, was that a penalty in the box or not? Right. You don't even have to tell me what the announcer's saying. I know what he's going to say. Right. Enough. If oh, it was no. on Arsenal, clearly. Clearly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you know? Totally. They got him. I mean, it's just one of those ones. You just got to call that. He clipped his heel. Look at it. It's like <laughs> yeah. his his heel clipped his knee, man. Come on. Oh, but no, nah, I just that's just something I noticed. And it's. uh, It's just strange. It's just yeah. strange. But, but anyway, I also think that's also what makes Arsenal fan base quite unique, quite oh, yeah. different. We're like, <laughs> like we got a lot of like neurotic people and right. just. Ah. Somebody started a thread on Twitter about uh, refs' decisions against Arsenal, <laughs> and it's like <laughs> completely filled up with shit. People are giving, 
people giving examples that I even remember. I don't even remember, remember. back in 2003. Right. Remember that? Right. It's just ridiculous. But we, um, the first half, we didn't get going until late. And it cost us in the end. But the second half was much better. And I think, you know, we it's probably because, you know, that's that was one of my that was one of my um complaints kind of is why does it take us so long to to get going? But then I thought about last game. <laughs> we came out the gate, creating chances, doing all kind of shit. But I noticed today, Aston Villa, or did we even try to press? In the first half, when they had the ball, I don't. Or that, 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 that was that's bit. not the that's not the they don't play like kind of build up play. Aston Villa, they get it and go, and I think that kind of countered the press. But it's just one of those situations. I didn't see the energy that I'm used to seeing, especially defensively, trying to get the ball back, trying to make things happen. And I, you know, it could just be because of fatigue or. Away. I actually, you know what. Like to that point, I think that's kind of what had me like asking myself, like, is is Aston Villa better than us? Like, because you know, I I do believe we did try to do a little bit of pressing in the especially the second half of the first uh, second half of the first half. Yeah. Um, but uh, it they it, it like Pepe tried to close some guys down, but they got rid of balls real fast, and they had guys in positions to just kind of keep moving it. Right. And so it seemed unsuccessful, but I mean, I do think they pressed a little bit. It just kind of didn't work out for a didn't, while. Did, yeah, it didn't work out the way it's been working out lately. But credit to Aston Villa, they were organized and, and technically able to handle it. And yeah. um, they were organized defensively. I thought Grealish um, was real quiet in the first half. Didn't hear much of him, didn't see much of him. Right. I thought we got lucky a couple times. Bill Uren got caught. <laughs> Wait, he's gonna go off on Bill Uren. Wait, but Bill Uren got caught up way narrow, like way narrow. He's never out wide anymore. He's narrow, and he got I caught. Up. I he, I hate it, Eric. I hate it. He got caught up the pitch, and a couple times Grillish caught us on the counter. But um, he looked a little off today. When um, I see him sink into the dude yeah. towards the end of the game, he was in the middle of the pitch. Yeah. Right. The middle. Right. And I was like, that's the last person I want in the middle of the pitch. Right. He's too light. Yeah. He, his decision making is awful. I don't God. need that, man. I don't need that. I just don't. I still don't know what he offers going forward. Like, like he doesn't overlap. He doesn't get to the byline. Pitch lost two steps. Look at me. Here I go. I'm going off on Billiard. And he's lost two steps. He's lighting the ass and going for it. It's it's just not there for me compared yeah. to our other fullbacks. And, yes. and and in the modern game, you want to have both your fullbacks bombing forward, um, alternating throughout the game so that you can have a balanced attack throughout the game. And we don't have that from our we got it from one of our fullbacks, but we never have it from both of them. So. That can be an issue. Actually, it's not. It's not an issue. He's the team captain. It's going to be something we're going to have to be able to deal with. Because um, even if tyranny does get back, I think it's going to be Billyron over there instead of Cedric. So, and that sucks. Just, I mean, yeah, it just I, or you know, or at least Cedric more often. You know, I mean, maybe you're going to lean Bellerin more often, like he's going to get more games. But man, we need Cedric in the game some. Yeah. 
And you should be picking it by like style of who we're playing against. You know, and, if Bellerin has to guard some big strong dude down on the left side, man, maybe you go Cedric instead, you know? Right. And, you know, whoever's in better form, whoever's yeah. in better form. Um, um, go ahead. One more thing on the Bellerin was uh, I do remember <laughs> one of the big things was uh, he had Saka, Saka laid a ball off to him to play the give and go. Yeah. And Saka had the man beat. And everybody knew it. The defenders knew it. Saka knew it. And Bellerin knew it. Mm -hmm. And so he tried to do the little curl it around the defender so Saka could run it down. Right. And he just, it, it was a disgraceful pass. It was awful. Right, right to the other guy. And, I mean, those are the times when I'm just like, you know, like uh, that we can't, we can't miss on that. You know, right? It, it, uh, Aston Villa's first goal. I mean, if it wasn't for Traore pressing the guy, getting the ball, and then making the right pass so yep. that Watkins can score, like they executed, and we just weren't executing, especially in the final third or just any of those balls, like yeah. uh, our crosses. It was just one of those games where you know nothing seemed to work out for us. Um, I thought, you know, there's there's three different Pepe's. I'm going to explain this to you. There's hot Pepe, there's cold Pepe, and there's medium Pepe. Today was medium Pepe. I know? agree. I it was he was just he was just medium enough so that I wasn't screaming at the TV. You know, I was like happy with his effort. Um, he was aggressive. He took some shots. I can see he was out there trying and um, he did, he wasn't really, you know, trying the tricks and trying to beat too many people. He did a couple times, but all in all, I thought it was just medium Pepe. I know? thought. Uh, so here's 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 something about the mindset of uh, like the way athletes think that like um, baffles me. Well, not baffles me. It just it says who they are kind of. Mm -hmm. So. Pepe's goal last week, when or last game when right. he, or yeah, yeah, where he ran through the defender, kept possession, got through a second defender, and then let the pass go. Mm -hmm. It's an incredible goal. I felt like he tried to copy that like three times this game. Really, like when he received the ball out on the wing. Oh yeah, yeah. There was a couple times faced up on the defender and then tried to come right at him to yeah. see how he was gonna. And I'm just like, there was like, a couple times he could have made a the pass. Player that imposes his will on 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 the pitch, like a. I mean, and I'm not trying to say Pepe should be in the same conversation, but a guy like Messi, right, is not it's gonna give you the same thing when he attacks you every time he's picks you know? and chooses his, his spots. I thought Pepe, you, you're absolutely right. I thought uh, there was a couple of times where he should have, he should have maybe slipped lock up pass. There was a pass to be made and he was trying to get that shot off. You know, after he beat a couple people, he would just fire it. And it's like, ah, you know, when they showed a replay, there was, there was an opportunity to maybe get it to Smith Rowe or locker on a couple of those chances. Um, Smith Rowe had a nice little run in the second half. Um, you know, weavy little run, got a shot off. Hell of a block by that uh, Mings dude. Yeah. Um, who's a big strapping center back. I mean, big dude, you know, yeah. classy kind of. But, um, yeah, we, I mean. pretty good too, man. 
Yeah, for a big guy. Um, we, you know, so we created way more chances in the second half. We played better. Uh, who else? Uh, the I thought I started feeling like we were going to get a, at least one and maybe two, just because I felt like the creativity out there was as good as we've seen this year in the second half again, where just the type of runs that were going and. Right. And then the few times that they turned it on for five minutes trying to really push, mm-hmm. I thought was very creative. A lot of the passes and the runs I was seeing were like, wow, that's 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 what I want to see, you know? Right. Sokka. And they just weren't working out. We just, just did not put them away, you know, nothing. Exactly. Sokka at left back, he put in some tremendous crosses at the late in the second half. I was oh, like, geez. Yes. I was like, he put in like two or three in a row, and I was just like, wow, you know, this kid. Yeah. You know, when he when he you know he brought in Alba and I think he shuffled the lineup and he put no, he took off Cedric for Odegaard and he put uh uh Sokka at left back and you know things started brightening up over that, there. That uh, takes me to my so go ahead. You remember I said this at one point. So <laughs> uh he took Cedric off, Sokka went to left back. Odegaard came in and ESR went to right wing. Yeah. So ESR was playing out wide. Odegaard was playing in the middle behind the striker. And they were all over there on the left side, ESR and Saka. Which was just, it's just a small point, but I've been trying to, I've been making that point for a little while now. Like I understand players have positions. Right. But when you have some players that are just physically gifted, like the way ESR can play with the ball at his feet, turn on somebody, it tells you in desperation times in a game, Mm -hmm. 20 minutes to go, we need a goal that you can go like another creative guy on the pitch in a out of position. Oh, yeah. He, he can come out there out of position. But I think many managers get stuck on, like, like this is why we continue to see William come in on the pitch. <laughs> because William comes on because he's a winger. And, like, not this game, but two games ago, I think, when William came on, I, everybody was screaming, like, why is William on? Why is William on? And then when I looked at the lineup, we didn't have another winger on the bench. So, but for some reason, I'm taking a winger off. I have to put, oh, it's William. No, you don't. Put Odegaard in the middle. Put ESR out on the right. Let's go like this for 15 right. minutes. They're all interchangeable. They're interchangeable. Especially, That's how I mean, the if, players are especially young guys. Well, especially in the the the, the, the attacking third, you know. Yeah. And uh, you know, if you if you watch Wenger, <laughs> the way he's, you know, fools would just be all over the place. You know what I mean? Rotating in and out. Yeah. That's why when you know, you know, Ozil would, you know, he used to get sad about playing out on the left when he first got to Arsenal. Finger was like, it doesn't matter, dude. Run wherever the fuck you want to run, dude. <laughs> Go, man. Be, be an artiste. <laughs> create. Do what you do. <laughs> you know what I mean? It doesn't matter. Technically, yeah, you're you're playing out on the left, but 
do whatever yeah. you want, you know. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I completely get that. Um, Pepe had a nice shot in the second half. Great save by uh, Emmy. Uh, Emmy, here's the difference. I'll explain it right now. He has a calming presence for his defense. Yes. Everybody's calm. Yes. Everybody's relaxed. And his distribution with the ball at his feet, his passes to our – his goal kicks are good, man. He, he, he hits people, the little line drive. I mean, that's all. I'm not saying he's better than Leno. I'm just I'm just saying, like, when he was with us, there was a calming presence. Yep. And um, he's showing his quality this year, and I don't care what any Leno lover has to say about it. And, I, you know, it's whatever. You know, Leno's yeah. my keeper. But I'm just, you know, this is just the point. The guy spent 10 years at the club. You read about him in the academy. You root for him. You hear about him. He finally gets his chance. He wins a trophy. And you're like, cool, man. We want him to stay. Yeah. But he goes away and people get mad at you for still liking him or still kind of supporting him. You know, it's like, I ah, think I it's think weird. He's starting for Argentina now. He, I mean, the the rise of Emmy is tremendous and that can only be credited to Arsenal's development. Yeah, there you go. I mean, come on. So, uh, what else? Oh, Partey hurt again. Not good. From an Arsenal historical point of view, not good at all. I don't care what anyone says. I love the guy, but this this isn't you know this isn't good. <laughs> it's, it's it's not good, and it uh, and it's starting to get disheartening because when we say okay, he's good to go, he gets to like seventy minutes, and then something hap like something gives right. away, right? And I'm just like, man. Maybe they should shelf him for the rest of the year. I don't know, dude. But like, I mean, we can't keep doing this. Bring him back right. three games later. He plays seventy-five minutes. Oh, he's got an injury. Let give him a give a you know. Um, start thinking about taking him out, especially if we need a goal. I mean, what do you got to lose? You know, yeah. you know, bring bring somebody else in and just try to get the goal. But uh, oh yeah, oh, oh I forgot. Go ahead. So. Oh, yeah. So then when Partey got injured, the last sub was bring Willian on, <laughs> which right. meant now we have a wide player. So this is how we played after that. Xhaka in front of the, the back line right. and Odegaard and ESR in the middle. Yep. And we were pressing. We were pressing. Right. I like think off I offensively putting on a lot of pressure on them. Right. That's what I was going to say. Offensively, we had the ball a lot more, and um, we were pretty much dominating the game possession-wise and creating chances um, down that left-hand side. Yeah. With Sokka. I mean, everywhere the kid goes, he makes shit happen. Uh, and Sokka will make that ESR pass. ESR loves the little inside run. Right. He, exactly. And Sokka it's, will make that to you every time. Yeah, he slips it right to him. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good. good to see. So, all in all... We lose again. I think that's 10 losses for us this year. Uh, yeah, something like that. I'm not quite sure. but Maybe uh, 11. Maybe. You know, I should know that, but I, I shouldn't. You know what I mean? I'm I know we're man. stuck on 31. Stuck on 31. <laughs> um, this is a complete rebuilding period. Now I'm kind of nervous about uh, letting Woolock go and some of those other players 
just with the parte injury uh Sabios, I don't know what's going on with him. I heard he was fit. Um, he was, was on the bench. Okay, he was on the bench. All right, yeah. so that's good. We'll see what happens. Um, what are your – you got any gripes for today? I think I already mentioned one of mine. Mine was Bell Uran. Yeah, yeah. I was actually holding it back all podcast. Yeah, let's hear uh, it before we get up out of here. The, the crossing. Yeah. The crosses into the box make – no sense. Doesn't matter who's playing. Especially when, especially you know, it, it probably with every single team we play, but with Mina and people like this standing in the middle of that box, right? And that Treori dude, like, mm. like who are you crossing it to, and what's gonna happen? Or if you're crossing it, you gotta hit the low hard one. We can't just do these little loops in the air into the six yard. Who's gonna win that right. on our team? Like, it's it's it's, it's strange because if you watch Man City play, that's that's not their number one objective to put crosses in the box. It's to you know? get around that corner guy and then yeah. look look V on the ground back to one of your little dudes that are like sliding right. into a, a position little, or something. Little backwards triangle. <laughs> the, the crossing is it has to stop and you know i mean at that point when they did so much of it i i got to put that on arteta like that's that's part of your game plan i guess right to just keep throwing crosses in well when it, when a team is packing it in kind of the way they were and, and, i mean kind of they didn't they didn't just they were just defending they had a lead and they were doing the right thing we um we don't have anybody that can really break them down in the middle of the pitch so that's that's one of our options. But like you said, the whoever's making that cross, they, they need to get they need to get to the byline. They need to um really try to force that because just whoever we have at striker, whether it's Abba or Laka, that's not their game. No. It's not their game at all. So it's it's pretty much a gift for the the team we're playing. And I mean you know, the the mindset makes it say like like well, we're not even playing for the header into the goal. We're playing for like the rebound or something right. like that. Right. But if you're playing for the rebound, then my suggestion is throw in low hard ones. Right. Get and a deflection. What happens with the ball after that is something that we probably do have a skill at reacting to a ball, grabbing it, you know, and getting a shot off them. But, oh, yeah. But to just loop them in there is just ridiculous. It's just like a waste of no time. chance. A waste of time, especially if you know Bellurin is putting them in. Waste of time. Yeah, <laughs> I had to get on Bellurin one last time. Anyway, um, you got a you got a man of the match. I said I said Holden showed some class today. Um, in the final third, I nice, yeah, couple I nice holding man, couple nice passes. His defense was good, solid. Well, um, when we were searching, Holding kind of had some answers. He you know he gave us a few opportunities that right. You know, just didn't end up working out anyway, but uh Odegaard gotta make that shot late in the yeah. game. He um Saka, I think, just made a beautiful pass right yes. to him. He yes. didn't even have to take a touch and he fired on it, rolls in. So yeah. Uh just a just a tough, tough couple games. You know, morale was down. Um we'll see how it goes. We got what who we got coming up. I think we got Leeds, right? Leeds, yeah. Leeds on Sunday. Valentine's Day, we got Leeds, and we know how they are. They're going to full throttle. 
Try coming to, at us. Coming at us going forward. So we'll see how we manage. Um, but yeah, anything. Oh, I, I actually already said that. So yeah, I mean that's that's about it. You 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 got anything else? For no, I, for man, I, it was a good day. Uh, you know, I had to clear my mind after. Went for a three mile walk this morning. Good times. It's getting beautiful in California again. Um, Can't beat it. Can't beat it. Like sixty five here in Dallas. You know, nice miles. You know, summer. You know how we that's do just, it. That's, it's gonna be like that today here. So you know. <laughs> but I'm. You know, it'll be colder there. Trust me. Right. It, well, yeah. We'll, <laughs> we'll be going nice warm day. Still wearing a sweater. Right. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, I want to thank everybody for the support, and just let you guys know we do most of our damage on Twitter at CITM Podcast. Join us for the banner. Um, we got links to all our podcasts, wherever you want to find it. Just go over to at CITM Podcast. Um, also, if you like watching the show, head on over to YouTube. We got a YouTube channel, Cod in Two Minds, and we usually get that uh, get the show up early. You can uh, right see how round my head is. <laughs> we usually get the show out early on YouTube. Um, but other than that, yeah, if, 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 if you're liking the show and you're enjoying the show, you know, give us a review or share it, you know, spread the love. Holla. I mean, give me a break. I mean, what are we doing here? You know, <laughs> anyway, uh, thanks for the support and peace. Peace. Twisting, turning. That's a penalty, is it? No, he's still going. Oh, how about that? How about that? Thank you for tuning in to Cod in Two Minds. Please head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review. All feedback is much appreciated. And be sure to follow us on Twitter, at CITM Podcasts, at Guna Rush, and at E-Marshall Comedy. The music of this podcast is brought to you by Statics. If you like what you hear, please head on over to staticsmusic.com and be sure to follow them on Twitter and Instagram at Statics Music. That's S-T-A-T-X Music. Peace.